Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, one of the questions that is being asked today is famine um, headed to uh, America. And uh, the answer to that question is, ladies and gentlemen, yes, it is. Absolutely. I mean, we're having uh, uh, unprecedented demands on on uh, food. Uh, aid is, is on the rise in almost every uh, state in this country. And you got to remember, all of this is uncontemplated by the new lockdowns and the surge in uh, coronavirus vic victims and the surge in the uh, uh, hospitalizations and the uh, the lack of jobs. Jobs have gone away. More jobs are leaving. And a lot of these jobs and a lot of these businesses, ladies and gentlemen, will not be uh, returning. So we have a larger demand of, uh, of families and uh, uh, people needing food. Now, there was like 35 million people who was already uh, needing food and going to different food banks and organizations trying to uh, uh, get their uh, uh, next meal. And this is risen now to like uh, 50 million people. And in the future, it, it seems like, ladies and gentlemen, that it's, it's just going to get worse. We're in a situation right now where... Um, Millions of America uh, is going to start relying on uh, food sources like uh, 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 food banks and, and, and uh, uh, goodwill services and, and, and churches and other uh, community organizations to uh, find where they are so they can get their next meal. Um, to hear more about this story, ladies and gentlemen, please stay tuned to the next episode of Chilling with Teddy G. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of Chilling with Teddy G, where you know here we discuss anything and everything with absolutely no sugar, no frosting, and definitely no mayonnaise. So go grab yourself your favorite cup of coffee, tea, or latte, whichever you prefer, and let me into your cars or your homes or your workplaces or wherever you may happen to be listening to me at. And here's this next interesting story about famine in America. As you know, my name is Ted Greer, and I'm your host on Chilling with Teddy G. Thank you again, ladies and gentlemen, for tuning in to another episode of Chilling with Teddy G, where we're discussing this very important topic of uh, hunger and famine coming to America. And yes, ladies and gentlemen, I, it is. And uh, soon, a lot of the people who aren't feeling that effect will start to feel this bad effect. I think it's going to hit us at uh, biblical proportions. We're already feeling these issues uh, uh, around the world, and especially in developing countries. But yet now, in one of the most uh, richest producing uh, countries of food, it's now going to start feeling the effects just like we're, uh, we would have been a developing company, uh, country. It's uh, a hunger and um, starvation is on the rise. Uh, in America. 
Uh, let's get right into the story after I uh, do my dirty laundry and keep it clean at the studios of Chilling with Teddy G with the uh, Copyright Act of 1976 under Title 17, Section 107. Allowances is made for the fair use for the purpose such as criticism, comment, news reporting, teaching, scholarships, and research. Fair use is permitted by the copyright statute that may otherwise be infringing. Nonprofit educational or personal use tips this balance in the favor of fair use. Now, let's get uh, right into this uh, story. I want to play this uh, news article for you before I start giving you my uh, more commentary. This story is coming to you from uh, Lisa Marie uh, Calabra, who's an affiliate that I uh, get a lot of news uh, information from, and we share a lot of uh, uh, facts and points of views and uh, she's want to uh, give you uh, her issue that uh, over 50 million uh, people are facing hunger in America. Struggle in America to feed our families. A survey by Feeding America found 40% of those who sought food donations during the pandemic never had to do so before. Here's C- CBS's Maria Villarreal. Out of work and out of food. I need turkey, I need meat. These massive giveaways in Denver, Miami, and Dallas have become the new lines of the times. It's crazy to see the love, you know, that we so desperately need. Beyond the holiday, Feeding America projects more than 50 million Americans will have faced hunger in 2020, up from around 35 million before the pandemic. Texas Food Bank's Erica Yeager says they're serving 10 million meals a month. History tells us that we can expect to see this elevated need for at least the next two years. Schools like the Texas Can Academies are also helping hungry families. Loss of employment really hurt. Brandi Glasgow lost her home health care job during the pandemic and is scraping by as a seasonal worker for FedEx. As a mother, you never want your kids to see you uh, worry or panic, so it got a little hard and got a little questionable there. Did you have money in your bank account? <laughs> no. In Texas, more than two million kids are expected to go hungry this year. A reality 17-year-old, Michael Glasgow, is now facing. Right now, I'm trying to uh, graduate and get a job, so that'll help, like, with the bills and stuff. It's a wake-up call for a generation coming of age in the midst of a pandemic. Now, that was a, a news uh, video that uh, uh, Lisa Marie Calabra was uh, playing from a CBS News. She has her own platform called Lisa Calabra on YouTube, and I uh, encourage you guys to go and uh, check her out and uh, uh, join her uh, show because uh, she uh, has a very interesting topics, and uh you can find a lot of useful information there. That's why me and her collab on a lot of different things to share information and facts and, uh, and resources. Uh, but let's get right back to uh, Lisa. Ladies and gentlemen, yes, it is that bad. I mean, this is just shameful. 50 million people in America starving. No job, no money, and 
like I said, you got a Congress and Senate in this country that have been absolutely useless over these several months. And she's 100% right about that. Under this uh, uh, President 45 administration, ladies and gentlemen, they have done little to address a lot of these issues. And we are, and, and when you're eating good and, and, and you're doing fine, that's right. You don't think about the the rest of uh, the rest of America when you're privileged and and uh, you don't have to worry about where your next meal is coming from. And I'm not saying that that is the case, but it looks like it. But I want to say, ladies and gentlemen, nobody really paid attention uh, except for the ones that was uh, hungry uh, to. Of stocking up on food, stocking up on water, doing things that they should have been doing during the uh, uh, Thanksgiving holiday. But I'm I'm warning you, and I'm trying to tell you right now: please do not make the same mistake for Christmas and uh, New Year's, because times are only going to get worse when it comes to um, feeding your family. It, it things are not uh, looking bright for the future yet, anyway. I'm encouraging y'all guys to take that uh, money that you would be trying to uh, spend on uh, gifts and, and things like that, and and stock up on uh, food supplies. Get you get you some type of a uh, 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 sheltered food going. Get you a, a pantry started to where you're going to be able to uh, feed your family when times get bad. And I'm speaking on the ones that's uh, able to do that. Because believe me, ladies and gentlemen, <clears throat> when I tell you that times are going to get worse, you should be able to uh, see this and recognize it for yourself. Uh, jobs are leaving. Businesses are closing down. And a lot of them uh, won't be returning. So, and, and uh, experts, as well as uh, uh, critical thinking individuals, are telling you that uh, it's going to be quite a long time before uh, you see a reversal in what's happening with this, uh, uh, with, with America facing hunger, with uh, this pandemic, with this vaccine that's going on, <clears throat> y'all start, y'all really need to start doing some critical thinking and uh, jump into survival mode right now when it comes to uh, being able to provide meals for your family, be able to protect what you have gathered for your family, because uh, believe me, it's, it's going to come to that. Oh, yeah, it's it's going to get that bad. So y'all need to get your protection together. You need to get your uh, stored uh, food items and your water items and your medical, definitely some medical supplies uh, together. Because I believe it's going to get this worse. I don't care who's in office. This uh, uh, pandemic is uh, destroying a lot of lives at all levels, especially uh, financially. And the economic situation isn't going to be getting any better any sooner. As long as that don't get together, ladies and gentlemen, then it's going to be harder and harder for you to be able to feed your families. Uh, now, let's get back to Alisa Calabria and hear what she has to say about this. So, people are out of work. And of course, if you're out of work, you're going to be out of food eventually. And if there's no money, 
you're going to be even worse off of, you know, and you're running the risk of losing your place where you're staying, especially if it's not paid for. So Denver, Miami, and Dallas have had major mega size food lines and everyone is struggling. Everyone is struggling. Wow. And you heard they said this can go on for over two years. Maybe longer. longer. And I think it's going to be a lot longer. You know, when everybody was getting laid off back in March, they were saying to get everybody back to 2019 level, it would probably take up to 12 years to get everybody back out there working. Remember, many of these jobs that closed, they ain't coming back. That's They're right. They're not coming back at all. That's right. So you can't rely on that. So this, these food lines that we're seeing across America, they're going to go well into the holidays and Christmas holidays are probably quadruple in size by then. So Feeding America, they are projecting that over 50 million Americans are now facing hunger issues. Here you are, the richest nation in the world, and you got 50 million in this country that are facing hunger issues. That is just insane to even to even think about that is insane. 50 million people, ladies and gentlemen, you hear that is insane. That's why I'm telling you right now, get your pantry stocked up. Get your water supply stocked up. Get your protection to uh, be able to fend off what you have uh, gathered up for your family or for yourself. Get your medical supplies and your first aid kits uh, stocked up and ready to go. You're going to be needing these things, I guarantee you. And I ain't talking about no little Band-Aid first aid kit. I'm talking about get yourself some major medical first aid kits. Because you are going to need them. Believe me when I tell you this. What's happening, ladies and gentlemen, I guarantee you is not a joke. I am right now doing the best I can, giving you fair warning about this, giving you tips on how to prepare yourself for this, and how I'm uh, 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 informing you to get protection for uh, what you have gathered for yourself. Now, as you know, I never do advocate violence, but I always advocate and speak on protection. To protect yourself, to protect your families, to protect your property, to protect the, uh, the storage that you have built up so you can survive uh, this uh, um, pandemic and survive this famine until things start uh, moving forward uh, to uh, normalcy. And it's going to be in a long time, ladies and gentlemen, before we see a normal again, if we ever do, because I already uh, 
told you about what a lot of theorists are saying and theorizing about the uh, future of America, or actually the future of this world, which is which is going to bring us back to this vaccine and what they're talking about could possibly be in it and the effects that it could have on your body and your mind and your finances. I told you about that in the last, what, th <clears throat> excuse me, three episodes. So they're saying up from around 35 million before the pandemic. So it went from, it went from 35 million pre-pandemic to 50 million. So that translates up to one in every six people, including one in every four child experiencing food or the lack of food in the household. So, you know, uh, this week was, you know, Thanksgiving. So a lot of people were in the lines for that free turkey and they needed food. Wow. So loss of employment seems to be uh, a big thing that has hurt many Americans across the country. Also, homelessness is another reason why you see so many in these food lines. Some people manage to get a few seasonal jobs, but you know, those jobs are pretty much over in January after the holidays are over. So then you're back to square one. Uh, being without a job, so that's right. <clears throat> they may last. Some of them may last as as uh, February. Others may go as far as March. But for the most uh, part, she's right. By the time uh, uh, January hits, February hits, ladies and gentlemen, those jobs are are going to be over, and they're going to be uh, right back to square one. That's why I can't tell you enough, ladies and gentlemen. St start preparing now. <clears throat> you should have start. You should have uh, started preparing maybe in October when I first started telling you about this and what was going on. And uh, by now, as as the things I was saying, the predictions that I made are coming uh, uh, true. Well, actually, not the predictions I made, but from the <clears throat> the predictions that was made by experts. And um, I, I started analyzing a bunch of uh, 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 crucial and critical information and found out that, ladies and gentlemen, they are correct in what they're telling you. So uh, preparation is the key. Believe me when I tell you that preparation is the key. Oh, it's as hard if you're a mother with children. <sighs> I feel sorry for so many. You know, even among our group, we got so many single mothers and yes, we got we children. And I have seen people writing in the comment section that they're unemployed and they got a few kids and struggling. And I mean, this is no joke what's going on in America. And just to think this is going to get worse because they're saying in 2021, the layoffs will continue in this country. And I see the lockdowns coming, y'all. I mean, even in my state, I see the lockdowns coming because COVID is exploding in the country. It is getting worse by the minute. So people, if you are able to get a jump 
on things and plan ahead and get as much supplies and food as you can. Yes, please. Because it, it is going to become tougher. It may not be so hard for some people now, but as this thing continues to get worse in the country, things are going to change dramatically. Yes, it will. And I believe the demand for food is going to get far worse than what we are looking at right now. But please tell me what you think. Please leave your comment and subscribe. Don't I'm trying to tell you. She's telling you right. You need to get prepared. You need to get your food and your supplies. And when she says supplies, ladies and gentlemen, she means water. She means uh, all type of medical supplies, all types of, <clears throat> of disinfectants and, and, and cleaning supplies that you're going to be needing. You won't be surprised. You, I mean, you'll be surprised how uh, critical a bar of soap is going to get. So you can uh, uh, keep yourself clean to uh, keep uh, help keep this uh, this virus and, and other germs and diseases at bay. I believe that that's how bad it's going to get. So that, that's an, uh, other things that you should you should be stocking up on. You should be stocking up on on bars of soap. You should be stocking up uh, stocking up on um, uh, uh, alcohol, peroxide disinfectant wipes yes and even toilet tissue yes even that all these supplies i should start you should start stocking up if you haven't been already a few of you have indicated that you uh have been uh, <clears throat> preparing yourselves already and as as i tell you uh preparation uh is the key to being ready for uh, what is uh, coming our way. So now I want to give you another point of view on this subject from uh, the Queen Amadash Shakur. As you know, she is an affiliate also with this station, and I have uh, broadcasted several of her programs as well as um, uh, expressed uh, viewpoints on, on topics that uh, are important to us from her uh, insight. And uh, she wants to talk to you as well about this famine and this, and the, uh, this disaster that's looming uh, right around the corner. Uh, let me uh, find that particular article she was talking about, and uh, we're going to get right into it. So now let's talk about the famine. Now, I have been warning you, giving you numerous lifelines, I've been telling you for months to make sure that you're stocking up on your uh, non-perishable items and your water because famine is just around the corner, right? With that being said, I want to tell you about what's, what's been uh, going on in Arizona and Ohio. Now, a two-mile line in Arizona and a four-hour wait for food in Ohio while millions seek help to avoid going hungry on Thanksgiving. This is what's going on around the nation as people are out here celebrating BS. At the beginning of the pandemic, the food bank provided for 100 to 125 people per day. Recently, it received 374 people on a single day. Now, for some in line, the experience was a new embarrassment that they really didn't care to discuss. For others, it was a monthly trip and just part of their survival. Marquette Brantz, 
was allowed 35 pounds of groceries, but she actually took less. She works at Sam's Club, but in March, her hours were cut. In May, she came to the food bank for the very first time. Waiting in line, Brant stood under a sign with bold white letters that said, Hope. For her, hope is the tuna and noodles she had for dinner the night before. Made with groceries she received from the food bank. Now, it's a story played out across the nation this Thanksgiving. More Americans are in need of help to avoid going hungry amid the economic fallout from the COVID-19 pandemic. A Feeding America analysis estimates that 15 million people will live in food insecure homes in the USA this year, compared with pre-pandemic estimates. Now they say food banks have consistently seen a 60% increase in demand compared to this time last year and continue to require more food and resources to provide to people in need. The organization said in a news release days before Thanksgiving that this was the case. Now, the U.S. Census reported in the week before Thanksgiving that about 12 percent of adults in American households with children received free groceries or a free meal the previous week, according to a survey conducted from October the 28th through November the 9th. About one of every household for about one of every four households in Rhode Island struggled over the summer to put food on the table, according to a report that was released on Monday. Now, despite federal assistance, 25% of households in the state were worried about having adequate food, up to 9.1 last year and the highest level of food insecurity in 20 years. This is according to the Rhode Island Community's Food Bank, their annual status report on hunger. Now, the survey found food insecurity caused by the pandemic has hit families of color particularly hard. In Arizona, a two-mile line of cars waited to receive food from St. Mary's Food Bank when holiday distribution started at 8 a.m. in Phoenix on Monday. Now, Jerry Brown, a spokesperson for the food bank, said the record-breaking number of people would be served in a, in a contactless delivery system that works like a NASCAR pit stop. He says the demand shows that a lot of people who used to be donors and volunteers are now in the cars that are getting food themselves. In Ohio, the, the Army National Guard helped with food distribution in the Akron Canton region. During a drive through distribution before Thanksgiving, the line of cars stretched for a mile. Hundreds of people slept, listened to the radio, talked with passengers, or played with their phones as they waited. Some of them had been there before for more than four hours. In rural California, at least one food bank braced for a food cliff that could leave it unable to serve clients heading into the new year. The food cliff is looming, said Nicole Salega, executive director of the Tulur County Food Link. The food system hasn't, hasn't done a very good job of meeting the increased need. And as COVID numbers continue to rise, it's continually getting worse. For those who can help, Feeding America, which describes itself as the largest hunger relief organization in the USA, it encourages volunteers and donating. Now in Petal, Mississippi, the Petal Children's Task Force gave away 325 boxes of Thanksgiving food to residents, 75 more boxes than last year, according to Executive Director Damaris Lee. They said, we've gotten a lot of people 
who have been cut in hours, some that have lost their jobs, and they come to us wanting, not wanting to ask for food, but yet they have to. That's what we are here for. The organization depends on donations to provide the help to those in need. They say, we need food. We can use all kinds of food. We have a cooler. We have a freezer. This is all so sad, people. And let me tell you something. Now, this is completely by design, and I want you to pay attention. None of this is a coincidence, an accident, or whatever. This is all planned. Pay attention. I want you to pay attention to something. Now, someone reported yesterday that they are, in fact, telling people that are on Section 8 and government-assisted housing that they have to get the vaccine. Otherwise, they'll get the boots. And I told you months ago this is what they would do. I told you this, right? I told you that they would start making people on welfare, you know, in, in low-income-based housing, people who get SNAP and EBT benefits. I told you. They would come for those people first. Because because they're going to be the easiest ones to be able to uh, get inoculated because they don't want to lose the benefits that they have. So this this tells you, ladies and gentlemen, that uh, this inoculation uh, is going to be forced on you and they're going to be using the famine and, and poverty and uh, uh, welfare recipients and uh, Section 8 individuals and and uh, uh, um, uh, low-income uh, um, uh, families to uh, get inoculated. See, when I, when they some people are saying that they're going to make it a law or whatever and whatnot, but ladies and gentlemen, there's going to be millions of people who they're going to be able to get to take this um, vaccine by um by threats the same way that they took this country by threats lies uh stealing killing they're going to do the same thing in order to uh, get this uh vaccine in your blood system what are you what are a lot of people going to say when they say uh either you take this vaccine or we're kicking you off section eight either you take this vaccine or we're going to end your food stamps you either take this vaccine <clears throat> or you can't get this food from this food bank. See, these are a lot of the tricks and treacheries that's, uh, that they're going to use in order to get people inoculated. It makes common sense. And if you've been listening to uh, uh, my episodes or if y'all are um, subscribers and fans to uh, the Queen uh, Amadash Shakur, uh, she's been telling y'all this for, for months in a, a bunch of her previous episodes. And uh, 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 the Fly Nubian Queen Network has, has, has been talking about it as well. And the uh, uh, African Diaspora News Channel has been giving y'all this uh, a lot of the same uh, useful information. All of these uh, organizations, I mean, all of these uh, um, platforms that I'm naming are all affiliates of minds and with each other and there's just a, a circle where this information is being passed around along with uh whatever resources and uh private uh detectives that they have at their disposal to be able to uh, access a lot of this uh these uh gems and these diamonds that they're dropping on you a lot of this information that you are receiving is coming directly from um sources that know about uh this vaccine 
and what's going on. So a lot of this stuff that we're telling you, ladies, aren't just theories, ladies and gentlemen. It's not just um, hearsays and innuendos. A lot of them is a, a fact-based. So I really hope that you're receiving these uh, messages and that you are preparing yourself for what is about to come. Believe me when I tell you that. It's coming. It would be a scheme to get them to unwittingly agree to this vaccination. Not only that, you see how the food shortages are. I also told you. When I was giving you your lifelines, I also told you that they would hold food over your head. There is no accident that there's a shortage of food. I also told you months ago that farmers were complaining, that government officials were coming out and, in fact, pulling up their harvest and destroying it, pouring out thousands of gallons of milk. Now, why would they be doing that? I'll tell you why. I'm glad you asked. Because they want there to be economic ruin. They want people to need and depend solely on the government. They want you to have your hands out because this is the way they can forcefully get you to comply with those vaccinations. If they just let things the way they were prior to the pandemic, people could just simply say, no, I'm not going to do it exactly. and go on about their merry way. Exactly. But now if you have the trouble, the issue of possibly starving, not being able to feed your family, especially your children, what are you going to do? These are things that many people haven't thought about, haven't even considered, and didn't even realize or would never even fathom that our own government could be so terroristic. And, and that's the way they built this country. Now, think about this for a later. Now, what about all, just as, as an example, what about all of these uh, people who are, are, say, they're on Social Security? Let's talk about the ones who are on uh, a disability. And they tell you if you don't get this vaccine, we're gonna with we're gonna uh, withhold your uh, um, uh, finances. You won't receive your check. You know people got, are gonna flock to get this um, vaccine because they want to be able to uh, pay what little bills that they can pay their, their 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 rent and their utilities. And be able to purchase whatever food that they're going to be able to purchase. People are not going to risk uh, their lifelines. You may have a few out there who are who may be uh, resistant to what's going on, and then if they are, you can expect them individuals to, to come up with a plan to. Uh, to do something about uh, the acts of the government where there's an act, you always know there's going to be a reaction. So if you're trying to force me to take this vaccine and then I don't want to take it, then these individuals are going to be implementing some type of plan in order to get food, in order to pay their bills, in order to uh, survive. So now if you're a critical thinking individual, you can see where we're going with this right here. This is just not going to be some um, fly-by-night famine and, uh, every, and uh, vaccine or vaccination and then everything is going to be all right. Oh, no. It goes much deeper and much further uh, than that. Behaviors towards citizens. But this is what we're dealing with, people. And as I have told you numerous of times, the divided snakes of America's government 
They are terrorists. They are the terrorists, okay? Yes, global and domestic. They not only go around the world terrorizing other people in foreign lands, women and children included, and killing and murdering them for their natural resources, no less, oil and things like that, but they do the same thing to their own people. They have a history of doing this. Nothing new. Nothing new. So that all being said, this is hardly a time for celebration. And I understand that people may want to have a cheerful spirit and want to have their spirits lifted in high vibrational energy. That's all fine and dandy. But in order to do that, what you don't need to do is celebrate genocide. And especially when a repeat of that genocide is happening right now. Right now. You hear that? Who want to celebrate Christmas, uh, or, or in this case, who wants to celebrate genocide? Believe me, ladies and gentlemen, forget the tree. Forget the presence under the tree. The key right now is preparation for uh, survival. That's what you want to celebrate. You want to celebrate by stocking up on everything that's going to be essential to your survival. That is occurring right now. As I'm speaking to you, they're doing the same thing. I want you to pay attention because I keep saying that history repeats itself. You see how the savages went and killed the natives and stole their food. They're stealing your food. They're taking your jobs by having these lockdowns that are clearly not going to help a thing. Right? They're taking your jobs. They're having people's businesses closed down, especially black businesses, the mom and pop businesses. These big corporations, they're staying open and still getting their coins because, in fact, they're considering them as essential businesses. So they were never closed in the first place. Yes, liquid gold. Behold a pale horse. Absolutely. The four horses of apocalypse, of the apocalypse, is upon us. Right? And remember, he who sat upon the pale horse was death. And he brought famine and war and destruction with him. We are living in the book of Revelations. For those of you who think the Bible isn't real. Oh, it's very real. Though much of it is written in allegorical text so that you cannot figure it out. But some of it is written for you to literally take heed to it. With that all being said, they're doing the same thing. They took the food from the natives and killed them. If they take the food from you and you have nothing to eat, won't that kill you? If they give you an immunization that they have not even tested long enough and just simply threw together, and they don't want to tell you the side effects, you saw how Bill Gates stuttered, couldn't that likely kill you? They are committing genocide. Haven't they said they need to depopulate the earth of at least 6 billion people. They are committing genocide right now in 2020, the same way they did in 1619 and in 16 or in 1623. Okay. So with that all being said, why are we celebrating this BS? Cause that's what it is. It's complete BS. And those who are engaging in it on a mass scale, well, Clearly, they don't have their priorities together. Now, I'm not trying to shame anyone. I'm just trying to wake you up. Because if you're going out here spending all this money, hundreds of dollars on a big fancy feast, so that you can invite friends and family over, 
I'd like to ask you, what are you going to be doing two weeks from now when that food is all gone and you don't have any money coming in because your job may be closed or your hours got cut and you have to go stand in line at a food bank. And then when they get to you, they say, I'm sorry, uh, but this is all we have left. Instead of having a big fancy feast and inviting everyone to gather and gorge down all this food, everyone should be getting together and unifying and saying, you know what? Famine is coming. We should all stock up on food as best we can. And then we should put our resources together so that we can all eat together and try to take care of one another so that none of us starve, so that none of us have to go hungry. That's what people should be doing today. Not celebrating genocide, especially when genocide is happening right here and right now. Make it make sense. So with that all being said, I'm not trying to make anyone feel bad. And in fact, I almost didn't do this live because I said, you know, people have been going through a lot. There's a pandemic that we've been going through for almost a year now. And maybe some people just want to sit back and relax and enjoy today because they've had such a gloomy year. 2020 has given us all hell. I don't want to be a Debbie Downer. I don't want to spoil people's day and their fun. So I wasn't going to do this video. But then I thought about it and I said, you know what? This needs to be said. Black people need to be warned. By doing this video, I'm giving you yet another lifeline. You need not go out here and buy all of these ridiculous gifts, high-priced items. Even though they're on sale, you're still spending money on Black Friday for Christmas. Why would you be celebrating Christmas when just days before or after? We don't even know if they're going to have military coming to our door, kicking it down, trying to forcefully put an injection into your veins that you don't want. Now, with all of that looming just around the corner, I scarcely think this is a time to be celebrating, and especially on an occasion that was built off the foundation and premise of slaughtering innocent people who merely tried to help them and give them food and share with them the things that they had. But yet, these are the same people who did this. Their descendants are the same people who tried to call us savages, who tried to act as though we are the thugs who have painted such a picture, such a broad picture around the globe that other nations of people even view us as such. And I find that very interesting that no one bothers to look at the real devils and see them for who and what they are. And I also want to reiterate the fact that back when they were having that famine, let's not forget that they actually ate one another. So that tells you what lengths they're willing to go through. I also played for you a video of Alex Jones admitting that he would eat his neighbor. And he wasn't joking. He wasn't saying that as a euphemism. He was absolutely serious. Okay? So think about that. And also think about the fact that this whole thing about cannibalism is completely satanic. It's part of their, in fact, Luciferian agenda. Which is... Which I want to tell you is the very reason why I told you guys get yourselves prepared for protection to protect what you have uh, uh, built for yourself to, to protect your storage and also as you can see what uh, the queen amadash shakur is telling you to protect themselves 
they can't get to your pool, they'll eat you. Right. I want to remind you, they're putting the luciferase, right? They're putting that in the food as we speak. They put it in the 100% organic maple syrup. 66.6%, remember? These are things they're doing. And they want to put, or they have put, allegedly, aborted fetal tissue and those immunizations that they want to inject into your veins. That is akin to cannibalism. You see, if they can't get you to eat it by mouth, they will put it in your veins. Either way, you're consuming it with into your body. Either way, it is purely satanic. Okay? And either way, it is against the most high. So with that all being said, how disgusting is it? I have been side-eyeing the potatoes in the supermarket. Oh, El Monroe, I know, I know, the pain is real. You know, I love my potatoes. But sadly, knowing what they're doing, no thank you. If I do eat potatoes, I will have to get them from an organic farmer that I know. Not from the supermarkets. That's what I won't do. The Black Authority talked about the guy who said he would eat his Black neighbor. Disgusting. Yeah, and see, here's the thing. I didn't even know his neighbor was Black. But now... I'm not shocked. So you see the uh, significance, ladies and gentlemen, behind this famine, behind this uh, pandemic, and behind this vaccine. There are three receipts. There are, there are three lifelines that we're giving you and that we're warning you about how to prepare for the future. This stuff, it, it, you got to consider it. And even the Guardian says, uh, um, as hunger surges amidst a devastating uh, spiraling of the COVID-19 pandemic, which the uh, 45 administration has failed to uh, get under control. And that could possibly be, ladies and gentlemen, by design. You can't tell me that a, a high-ranking government official like the uh, president of the United States is ignoring this pandemic and this famine uh, for no reason at all, just because he's uh, an idiot. Oh, that would be nice to think that that's the case. But come on, there's some nefarious uh, activities and plans behind uh the failure to uh, get this under control. And what is traditionally a season of celebration, less than half of the United States household with uh, children feel very confident about having enough money to afford the food needed over the next few months. According to the uh, U.S. Census Bureau latest pandemic survey. So that there's your proof right there. A staggering 5.6 million households have struggled to put enough food on the table in the past weeks. Families of color are suffering disproportionately with 27% of the blacks and 23% of Latino respondents with children reported not having enough to eat uh, sometimes or often over the past week compared with 12% of white people. That's the Guardian saying that. That ain't me. But th th that there's your proof right there. There's your proof right there about what's going on. 
The overall food insecurity has doubled since uh, last year due to the uh, record unemployment and underemployment rates for families with children. Hunger is three times higher than in 2019, just last year, ladies and gentlemen, just over 11 months ago, according to the analysts by uh, uh, the Diane uh, Whitmore Sashichovich. Uh, Director of the Nonpartisan Institute for the Policy Research of Northwestern University. Now, as states across the country uh, contemplate new lockdowns to slow down the uh, rampant spread and record hospitalizations, the unprecedented demand for food aid is on the rise, according to the uh, Guardian's latest uh, snapshot survey. Now, where I live at, it says uh, in Cleveland, uh, 5,000 families showed up last Thursday for the uh, pre-Thanksgiving drive in a distribution compared with 3,300 a week earlier and an average of uh, 1,600 over the summer. Some 54% of the food distributed was for children and seniors. We're now seeing families who have an emergency fund but it's gone and they're at the end of their rope. We're going to be doing uh, this for a really long time. Yes, you are. Yes, we are. And that's frankly terrifying given the impact of hunger has on the physical health, learning and development for children and uh, parents' stress. Of course it is. And this coming from um, Christian uh, Wazucha. Uh, the president of the uh, Greater Cleveland Food Bank. It, so, these are the receipts. These are the lifelines we're giving you, ladies and gentlemen, to tell you that you need to not to be worrying about no uh, Christmas, not to be worrying about no uh, New Year's. I wish y'all hadn't been worried about uh, Thanksgiving, that, but that's past us now. One woman in Cleveland who didn't want to be identified discharged herself from the hospital against medical advice so that she uh, didn't miss the uh, Thanksgiving food box delivery. That's the depth of the need and the desperation some families are feeling. Earlier uh, this month, there were long lines in Dallas as the North uh, Texas Food Bank provided groceries to just over 25,000 people. It's busiest day on record, ladies and gentlemen. The food bank distributed 7,000 whole turkeys that day in a total of about 600,000 pounds of food. Hunger isn't hidden anymore, says uh, Tricia uh, Cunningham, the CEO of the food bank. If it isn't you, then it is your neighbor. This is your uh, child's classmate. This is your hairdresser. In central Alabama, demands at the uh, Grace... Uh, Klein food pantry is up 20% since last month. It could be um, rumors of a civil unrest or the rise in the uh, COVID cases driving demand, but people are living off of this food, says the director of Jenny uh, Waltman. The pantry is currently serving about 12,000 people each week compared to 2,500 a week before the pandemic. Uh, 200 volunteers and staff are exhausted. 
the Food Bank of New York was forced to uh, uh, start doling out the uh, Thanksgiving frozen turkeys well before the holiday. Demand had dipped slightly in August as public health restrictions were loosened and folks returned to work. But another lockdown is looming and the lines are growing. We've been hustling to ramp supplies back up before the holidays and sending more trucks into uh, neighborhoods so people um, uh, don't have to uh, wait in the cold, crowded lines. The food bank's chief uh, development officer said, Matt uh, Honeycutt. So this is real, ladies and gentlemen. This, this is real and this is happening. Uh, Queen Amadash Shakur says just the same absolutely holidays used to always allow me or make me broke until I woke up yes Sherry Jones says preach girl whole plant food lifestyle save your life absolutely so I heard the testing kits have the chip do not allow the insertion the insertion of anything in you Oh, they likely do. They likely do. Hold on, people. Let's get the likes up. Please like and share. Subscribe to the channel if you haven't done so already. I'm going to see if I have this video that I wanted you all to see. Let's see if I saved it in here. I hope you got it. Yeah, because this is uh, critical, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, listen to this. We're listening Let's see to how you. long this is for. Okay, I'm not going to play this whole thing. Maybe. I don't know because it's like nine minutes. But so listen to this. Let me read my fair use disclaimer. Copyright disclaimer under section 107 of the Copyright Act of 1976. Allowance is made for fair use for purposes such as criticism, comment, news reporting, teaching, scholarship, education, and research. Fair use is use permitted by copyright statute that might otherwise be infringing. All right, let's hear it. I'm sure this is going to be interesting. Okay. Listen to this. A 15-year-old high school student from Albuquerque, New Mexico, won third place in the Intel Science and Engineering Fair for her project on slowing the spread of an infectious pathogen during a pandemic emergency. Using a computer simulation that she developed with the help of her father, she argued that in order to slow the spread of the disease, governments should implement school shutdowns, keep kids at home, and enforce social distancing. Incredibly, that third place high school science fair project can be tied directly to the lockdown policies being implemented by governments around the world today. You see, that father that she developed her computer simulation with was no average doting dad, but a senior researcher at Sandia National Laboratories who, at that time, was working on pandemic emergency response plans for the U.S. Department of Homeland Security. His proposal to implement school shutdowns and, if need be, workplace shutdowns in the event of a pandemic emergency was developed at least in part in response to his daughter's high school project. 
Now, those advocating for lockdowns have seen the destruction and death that those policies have wrought this year. And we are living through that right now. Not only are people being deprived of their livelihoods and forced into grinding poverty as a direct result of these shutdowns, but now the undeniable truth is that if you are advocating for lockdowns, you are advocating for some portion of the population to be consigned to death. This is no longer debatable. It is even openly admitted, although months too late, by the World Health Organization. I want to say it again. Uh, we in the World Health Organization do not advocate lockdowns as a primary means of control of this virus. We may well have a doubling of world poverty by next year. We may well have at least a doubling of child malnutrition because children are not getting meals at school and their parents in poor families are not able to afford it. This is a terrible, ghastly global uh, catastrophe, actually. And so we really do appeal to all world leaders, stop using lockdown as your primary control method, develop better systems for doing it, work together and learn from each other. But remember, lockdowns just have one consequence that you must never, ever uh, belittle, and that is making poor people an awful lot poorer. This is the point at which no doubt I'll be expected to produce the data to back up the non-controversial observation that lockdowns kill, even though that data will do precisely nothing to penetrate the consciousness of those who have already decided that they occupy the moral high ground for advocating locking billions of people around the globe as prisoners inside their own homes. But persevere, I will. I'll point, for example, to the the letter signed by hundreds of doctors calling the lockdowns themselves a mass casualty incident and exhorting politicians to end the shutdowns. I'll point to the research that shows that thousands of people will die because of delays to cancer surgery treatments as a result of the medical shutdowns. I'll point to the research of the Wellbeing Trust showing that 75,000 Americans are expected to die deaths of despair, including alcohol and drug misuse and suicide this year alone as a result of the lockdowns. I'll point to the research of The Lancet showing that 265 million people are expected to be thrown into severe food insecurity as a result of these lockdowns. I'll even point to the research showing 125,000 children are expected to die from malnutrition as a result of these lockdowns. But as I say, none of these deaths will matter to those who have already decided that they are right and virtuous for advocating locking vast swaths of the human population inside their own homes to starve to death in the name of slowing the spread of a disease that even the epidemiologists who have been wrong about everything this year tell us will kill less than 1% of the infected. Yes, slow slowing the spread, not stopping the spread. This was never about stopping a pandemic. Even the lockdown advocates never advocated that, but somehow that has been forgotten and 15 days to flatten the curve has turned into a never-ending carte blanche for the biosecurity state to implement any number of draconian policies on its population, any number of policies on the checklist of the would-be dictator, not only locking people inside their own homes, but constant surveillance of the population through the contact tracing and tracking apps that are increasingly, increasingly being implemented around the globe and inevitably the proposal
proposals for mandating the experimental vaccines, which agents of the state will forcibly inject into people against their will. This is not acceptable. We cannot allow this to stand. If we forsake this, our most basic right, the right to step foot outside of our own homes, then we forsake our humanity itself. An important part of what makes us human is being taken away from us in the name of stopping the spread of COVID-19. But there is good news for those who have managed to retain their sanity in the time of insanity. We do not need a complicated plan in order to subvert this agenda. We do not need special deputization or to ask permission from the government. We do not need to join any particular political party or even any particular protest movement. All we have to do is disobey these unlawful orders. The persistent anti-lockdown wow. protesters said they will not forget Melbourne's strict 112-day measures as they took to the steps of Parliament. They carried signs saying don't trust the government and chanted for police to join them in their rally. I've lost friends who killed themselves. I've seen clients die because they've lost their livelihood. I'm sorry, I'm here. I know you are, and I'm just a parent. I'm asking for you to best have some compassion. Can you arrest us all? Because from what I'm gathering here in this area, we are all being together and going against our governor. Wow. What no one is saying about the lockdown. sanity during this time of widespread insanity, I applaud you and wish to assure you that you are not alone. Many, many people all around the world are defying orders. They are protesting against these lockdowns. They are standing up. They are disobeying. But, of course, the corporate controlled press don't want you to know that disobedience is an option on the table and they will not report on this. But disobedience is an option. Open your business. Leave your home. Do not ask for permission. Disobey. To those who are still advocating for lockdowns, I encourage you to do so to the face of those parents who have lost their teenage children due to suicide as a direct result of the shutdowns and tell them that their child's death doesn't matter because it wasn't listed as being due to COVID-19. Or do so to the face of the tens of thousands of others who have already lost loved ones as a direct result of these shutdowns, or the hundreds of thousands more who will die as long as these lockdowns endure. If you are advocating for lockdowns, you are complicit in tearing families apart. You are complicit in inflicting untold suffering on millions of people around the world. You are complicit in casting the poorest and most vulnerable in our societies into even further grinding poverty. You are complicit in murder. A line is being crossed right now. Which side of history are you on? Make your decision now and make it wisely because your actions during these times will not be forgotten. You have been warned. This is James Corbett of CorbettReport.com. Okay, he just gave you a lifeline, people. He sure did. All right. Now, let me just tell you something. What he said is absolutely true. 
way that they can be successful in this is, is everyone is compliant. I don't give a damn if they bring in the military, whoever. If people do not comply, they will not be successful. If people fight back, they cannot do what they're planning. And that is a fact. And they know it. Absolutely. <clears throat> the same thing I've been telling y'all all the time. Uh, don't be uh, complicit in what's going on. I mean, I'm not telling you to go out here without your masses. Without the uh, proper outer gear, the proper protection, you know, I'm just saying if if uh, do what you have to do to survive. Just because it's the law doesn't mean that it's right. Just because it's the law doesn't mean it's the right thing to do. Think for yourself and be a critical thinker. Again, I have to tell you, do not run off emotions. Emotions will make you make the wrong decisions. Get yourself in the critical thinking mode and uh, that will make you make the right decisions. That will make you have the right reactions to their acts. That's how important this is, ladies and gentlemen. I don't, uh, uh, we're dropping gems. We're dropping lifelines on you right now. You need to grab hold of them and you need to be uh, the thinking and preparing yourself for what's to come. They know it. So I told you that all of these things they've been doing up until now have been a test run. I told you this. When they started talking about wearing the mask, that was to see how many people would comply. To see how many people would just go along with whatever they say. You understand what I'm saying? And you had many Mayo Clinic members who wouldn't go along. Okay, and that is true. And the only reason that I'm making the suggestion, ladies and gentlemen, is, is that uh, statistically people are dying from this uh, a virus. A virus that I've told you hundreds and hundreds of times that I believe that can... Uh, <clears throat> that your immune system, a healthy immune system, is strong enough to defend. I'm silent because I'm letting that sink in. That your immune system is strong enough to defend against medications, vaccines, are things that's going to be uh, your choice. But don't uh, forget, don't be disillusioned at the fact that your immune system was designed, ladies and gentlemen, for this type of defense. That's right. Your immune system was designed for this. So now when we lay all of this down uh, on the map like it is, you should be able to uh, devise a plan for your survival against Whatever the agenda is. And we've been pretty much telling you what it is. You guys shouldn't be in the dark about this at all. Y'all should be planning and preparing for what uh, is coming. But most black people have gone along. 
And I find that sad because black people, you are the main targets of this. Okay? You're the main targets. So with that all being said, if black people continue to go along, to get along, you're going to see where it's going to lead you. Right to a FEMA camp, an internment camp, a concentration camp, a death camp, whatever they choose to call it, it's all the same. And they're going to be taking people there to literally die. And here's the thing. I told you. There's not going to be any television. There's not going to be any internet. There's not going to be any telephones allowed. You won't be able to communicate with the outside world. You won't know what's going on outside of the fences with the barbed wire and the military and the police standing outside with their guns. You won't know anything about what's going on. And in fact, no one will in fact know what's going on inside of there with you. They'll be in there raping people, killing people to harvest their organs. They'll have all types of excuses when the families wonder why the people died. They'll tell all kinds of lies, just like they always do. They'll be in there torturing people, like they did back in slavery, buck breaking the men and the boys. They'll be in there molesting the little girls, raping the women. They'll be doing the same thing the white slave masters did during slavery. And if you think this all sounds too far-fetched and too crazy, why don't you think back to what happened during slavery and ask yourselves, would you have ever fathomed that that could have happened? So I'm just saying. And let's think about what she's saying, ladies and gentlemen, on a logical point of view. These things have happened in our past. Everything that she just mentioned has happened in the past. So we know that they're capable of uh, these type of atrocities. And let's not forget where uh, black America, Native Americans are on the totem pole right now. We're at the bottom. And we're still dealing with all type of issues that's going on. We saw what happened to uh, Tamir Rice. We saw what happened to George Floyd. We saw what happened to uh, Breonna Taylor. And the, we already seen and we know about the uh, systemic uh, racism. We already know about the uh, economic uh, divide. We already know about the unfair uh, housing practices, the unfair uh, judicial system, the unfair education system so all these things are present today so i i i'm a firm believer that these possibilities uh, could happen they could they very well could happen i mean we know that rape is going on right now we know that pedophilia is going on right now we know that uh uh um buck breaking and um Things of that nature is going on right now. We know that one of the uh, number one agendas is to uh, soften the black man. To make him docile. To butt break him. To take away his strength. To take away his fortitude. To take away his self-esteem. All of this is we know for a fact is going on right now. So what the Queen Amadai Shakur is telling you is uh, highly possible. We've seen it in the past. We see what's happening right now. So it is not too far-fetched to believe that this could be the future. It's that simple. None of this. 
with all of this uh, looming ahead of us, none of the celebrations that they created solely for them to make money should even be going on. And I find it so niggering that any black people are celebrating this at a time when the government has had these lockdowns that have caused so much poverty and famine and so much death and destruction among people, especially black people. Black businesses can't, they'll never recover, some of them. Some of them will never recover. Exactly. This was all done on purpose. Exactly. Like I told you, the Mayo Clinic, they own the big corporations. Yes, they do. They're not going to go down. They allow them to stay open because they say, oh, well, we're not going to close the grocery stores like Kroger because, you know, they have to sell people food. But what about the little small time grocery stores? They're not allowed to stay open. So I'm just saying, this is all by design, people. At the end of the day, if I don't see the right videos on, on Facebook anymore, I don't see them on Facebook anymore. I keep my mask on just in case ish pops off. We must look after our own people during this time. This happened during Hurricane Katrina in the dome. Yes, absolutely. So let me tell you something, people. Make sure you have your weapons and your ammunition ready because it's about to get real, okay? Pay attention. As I told you, when the famine really hits hard, people are going to be so desperate. Not only will they be trying to break in to steal your food like the white people did the natives back then. Remember, they were starving, were they not? History repeats itself. And they went and killed the natives and stole their food. At times they had to eat one another. That stuff is going to happen again. Okay? So make sure that you are prepared to defend yourself. Make sure that you know the procedure when someone comes kicking in your door. And make sure that you have your non-perishable food items and your water and plenty of it. Okay? Because not only will somebody come kicking in your door to steal your food, they'll come kicking in your door to eat you. All right? This is not a game. No more outdoor, outdoor dining in L.A. Many restaurants will not survive. They better head up to the mansion. Let me tell you something. Thanksgiving, Christmas, holiday, uh, Memorial, Halloween, and all that, Independence, all pagan holidays. Exactly. All of these holidays were designed by the Europeans as a way to generate revenue. I told you, the reason they started having uh, Thanksgiving on a different date was solely so they could make more money, so they'd have more shopping time to Christmas. Because here's the thing. When they had it on the third Thursday and then they changed it to the last Thursday, let me tell you something. Many estates celebrated it both weeks. Did you know that? Some of them celebrated it on the third Thursday and on the last Thursday. So with that all being said, they had much more time for people to come in and purchase things. They made much more money because they had a whole extra week. All right? So with that being said, you have my ear standing up like a donkey queen. Speak the facts. Appreciate the word. Not like a donkey, sweet pea. Thank you, beloved. But so with that all being said, we all need to mind what we do and we need to keep our priorities together. Don't worry about disappointing your children if you don't go out shopping for Christmas. Christmas is just another day. You can buy your children gifts and toys or whatever whenever you feel like it. You should not allow the same people who oppress you to dictate when and how you spend your money. Exactly. 
Now, that's one thing that needs to be pressed in you guys here who have uh, little children, that you can buy them gifts any time of the year. It doesn't have to be on these pagan holidays and, and when uh, uh, um, the, the, the uh, privileged individuals try to tell you that this is the time that you should be buying uh, gifts for everyone. No. No, if, if anything, the you know what, the the main thing, that, uh, I won't say the main thing, but w one of the things that you should be celebrating if you want to celebrate is the uh, your born day or someone's homegoing uh, uh, service or homegoing celebration. These are the main two things, in my opinion, that you should be celebrating. And what those are, ladies and gentlemen, that's life and death. Them, the only two things, in my opinion, you should be celebrating. All the rest of it is uh, fictionalized events to get your money. And then, and in this time right now, in 2020, in December 2020, that's nothing that y'all should not be worried about. You critical thinking individuals already know what I'm talking about. If I go back to this article right here, it says uh, in Chicago, the uh, Lakewood Pantry has provided groceries for 237% uh, more people so far this year compared to 2019, with demands ramping up again after leveling off slightly over the uh, summer, according to the CEO, Kelly O'Connor. The pandemic has brought uh, um, to light how uh, normal wasn't working for so many people, especially black and brown communities. Across the country, demand has uh, not let up and food banks do everything they can to make sure families have food on the table for Thanksgiving. There's no end in sight. You hear that? There's no end in sight that they can see for the uh, near future, but we can, but we can't be the only solution for feeding America. A, a network of uh, 200 food banks uh, nationwide since the uh, start of the pandemic, four of every 10 people seeking food aid are first timers, ladies and gentlemen. Are first timers. That means they never needed food assistance before, food aid before. But because of this pandemic and what it's doing, and these shutdowns and these lockdowns, and people losing their job and uh, underemployment is is, is uh, on the rise. You know, and we already know that hunger is not new in America. Even before the pandemic, we had 35 million people who relied on food banks every year, you know. And that's according to the uh, Feeding America organization. But the uh, pandemic has been catastrophic. Despite a potential uh, loomed federal intervention such as the stimulus uh, checks, and uh, uh, emphasized unemployment benefits. 
Yeah, we know that y'all gave out a little money and whatnot. And a lot of people who uh, spent it on uh, food, spent it on paying these bills or whatever and whatnot. Thank goodness some of the uh, landlords aren't able to uh, evict you while this pandemic is going on, if they're following the rules. Because you know a lot of them probably aren't, and the tenants uh, aren't reporting it. They're, they're, they're dealing with it. That's another reason why you see these uh, food banks doing more and more business with first-time um, clients. As many as 50 million people could experience hunger this year, including a quarter of all children. Them some significant numbers, ladies and gentlemen. Those are some very significant numbers. And let's not forget, ladies and gentlemen, this year that we're talking about is just here in America. We can only shudder to think what's happening in undeveloped countries. You can just, you know, you can, you know, your heart can just drop just thinking about what's happening with people who was already dealing with, um, uh, with famine. And now this thing is going to explode into uh, biblical proportions. There's no doubt about it in my mind. Records and evidence shows uh, that is what is about to happen to this world. And not due to the fact of just this pandemic, but because of what's been going on behind it. The nefarious acts that's been happening directly as a result of what uh, higher ups are, are, are planning to do to this world. You've heard what we've been saying. We've, we've given you uh, demonstrated receipts as well as providing you lifelines to prevent this from happening to you. So forget these uh, uh, upcoming holidays and do the proper preparation and preparing yourselves for what's yet to come. And if you can't see it, ladies and gentlemen, you ain't got to be no critical thinker. That means that you just blind and you just don't want to see it. You, that means you're in denial. That's what that means. That you just don't want to face up to uh, what's going on in this world and that's pathetic it's absolutely ridiculous everybody that's a melanated individual if you're black or you're brown or, uh, 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 um, you should be considering yourself right now to be in a state of emergency and you should be acting accordingly that's how important what we're telling you is right now. That's how you should be considered. I mean, even the Bible tells you. Look, uh, uh, Matthew uh, uh, 24, um, what is that, 6 and 7. Let, let me check that out. And ye shall hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that ye... Be not troubled, for all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. 
For the nation shall rise against nations and kingdoms against kingdoms, and there shall be famine and pestilence and earthquakes in diverse places. That's what the Bible tells you. So preparing yourself is the thing to do. Being vigilant and watching over what you have got is a thing to do. Now listen to what it tells you in uh, St. Luke chapter 21 verses uh, 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 10 and 11. Then said he unto them, Nations shall rise against nations, and kingdoms against kingdoms, and great earthquakes shall be in diverse places, and, and famines, and pestilence, and fearful sights, and great signs shall there be from heaven. You need to be preparing, ladies and gentlemen. You need to be preparing for what's going on, what's going to happen, because all the signs are there. Plain and simple. I'm reading you lifelines right now. I'm, I'm giving you receipts for what is to come. What then happened in the past shall happen again. You, you need to see this. Amos uh, 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 chapter 8 verses 11 and 12 says. Behold. The days come, saith the Lord God, that I will send a famine in the land, not a famine of the bread, nor a thirst for the water, but of the hearing the word of the Lord. And there shall wander from sea to sea, and from the north even to the east. They shall run to and fro to seek the word of the Lord, and shall not find it. Prepare yourself, ladies and gentlemen. For what is definitely come. All the signs are here. Everybody should be on the uh, survival mode right now. And it wouldn't be a bad thing to have a few of these uh, holy Bibles laying around as part of your survival kit. And if you don't believe nothing that the Bible tells you and you don't believe none of the uh, lifelines and important information that we then uh, gave gave you today, then shame on you. Then I will not feel bad about the perils that you're going to be facing if you don't heed this very useful information. I want to thank y'all so much for tuning in to another episode of Channel with Teddy G. Please, y'all, share this station. Share, share, share. Please follow this station, ladies and gentlemen. Hit that follow button. And uh, please hit that support, support button, ladies and gentlemen. And support this station with any financial contributions that you could make. Uh, a one-time donation or, more neededly, a monthly donation would be greatly appreciated. And every single dollar goes back into the operation of this channel. As you guys know, helping you guys and, and loving you guys, and I love helping you guys, you know that that is my food and that Teddy G is hungry each and every single day. Talk to you guys later. Be safe. God bless. Yeah.